are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My favorite people of all time, Locked on Spartans listeners. How on earth are we doing? That's right. If you're watching on YouTube, it it ain't just my terrible face to look at. We've got the strapping tall drink of water. John Kirby joining us for the full episode today. We're talking Carson Cooper. He's got a take. He wants to uncork. We're talking which Big Ten football coaches will win in a Royal Rumble. And then third segment is in God's hands. I don't know. We'll figure something out by then. But until... I let John finally talk. Hey, just got to thank you for making Lock on Spartans your first listen. And if you ever want to reach out, lockonspartans at gmail.com. Also, rate, review, subscribe to the YouTube channel or podcast. I'm spewing all this out so I can finally let John speak. John, how are you doing, man? You doing okay? Doing well. Thanks for having me. This is uh, this is the big time. This is the show. You know, if you make it on Lockdown, you know, this is get the call up. I'm excited. See, I like to think that when John Kirby joins your show, uh, that's that's when it becomes officially big time. So we're just having a I'm trying to be like you uh, off right now. This is great. This is awesome. We can do this for 30 straight minutes or we can talk about MSU sports. I, Let's do it. Dealer's choice. I, what, what do you want to do? I, I can do any of those two. Right I now. think, you know, the people, as much as they want to hear us talk about ourselves, I think they're more interested hmm. in the, uh, the roster construction of the basketball team. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a talking point. Okay. Um, so a peek behind the curtain. In the DMs, I, I ask you and hold you hostage and demand that you come on the show and you say that you have a take on Carson Cooper. Of course, he is the six foot eleven recent commit uh, to Michigan State basketball. He's going to redshirt next year. I don't know what your take is, but I'm very excited to hear it because I've, I've been wrestling. Listen, I, I'm sure it's a good pickup. That's what I keep telling myself, but also like – Am I doing the thing I did in the late years of Mark D'Antonio? Am I just trying to convince myself that Noah Kim will lead us to the promised land and bring us back to Indy one day? Like, I, maybe your take doesn't even revolve around you know, this. I'll stop talking. You, no, you can talk about. Yeah, it's all fair. It's all fair. I'm yeah. gonna. T- I'll actually speak out of both sides of my mouth. I'm on both ends Please. of the spectrum on this. Please, and I can give you. So if you're feeling, you know, grumpy, you can use this one. If you're feeling positive, you can use this one. The the positive for me is that this kid, um, if you go back like 20 years, these Mm -hmm. types of scholarships were given out, in my opinion, like more often where you would give a project scholarship away. And now it's not to say that we should revert back to that, but I think something that's changed very recently with the transfer portal is that it's not viable for any program, you know, any, any one program to have, 13 scholarship players of guys who expect to be in the rotation. Like that's just not possible. MSU, you know, Izzo, like he struggles with trimming down the rotation and he was even happy last year with, you know, 11 or 10. Sure. Right. And that's like to his demise. It's almost like if he doesn't have 13 guys, then he can't play 13 guys. And that's good. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So I guess the long take here is, you know, you get a project, you can mold that project clay into something in three to four years. And if he's not anything, you didn't really lose. It's not like you were going to fill that scholarship with 
somebody else that was mm-hmm. going to be an impact player. They still need an impact five. Like nothing changed. Like yeah. th- nothing changed. Now, if the, the bad side of this take of it, of the, the whole thing is, if this is Tom Izzo saying, all right, roster. <laughs> right. <laughs> now we have a problem, right? But sure. like to me, it's like, okay, for now on, I think almost every program should expect to maybe go back to their 12th and 13th scholarship should probably be projects. Otherwise you're just going to the transfer portal. Well, to go find a, this guy in three to four years anyway. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I like that though. Reverting back to like the old days of giving projects a scholarship. We're going back to the Tom Herzog days, almost similar, everything, similar build, similar size, similar, prospects in high school from what I remember at least um, can't teach so size either that's that's a positive. you can't no and also too like I, I mentioned this um after he originally committed like this gives Mati Sissoko and Jackson Kohler like a body to practice against because it's sure. not like you just got six foot 11 students walking around Shaw Lane like all sure. willy-nilly and you just you know Tom pulls up next to them in his SUV and be like hey <laughs> hey you busy the next few months? You want to come practice against Monty Sissoko and Jackson yeah. Kohler? Like, it's just nice to have a tall body in it's there for nothing else. It's I mean, so true. which, listen, I'm, I'm sure, like, he'll be a fine player or whatever. Like, that, that's that's a, that's a mean thing to say. I, I don't mean anything, you know, malicious by, he's just a practice squad kid, but we to like start. to find silver linings. We like to find silver linings in the offseason. Well, okay, for the most part, I, I've been... People have reached out and said that I've been a little too negative on oh. the whole offseason as well. And and that's fine. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And I, some of the people that reach out actually offer really, very valid reasons why I shouldn't be this down about the offseason. Where are you at, though? Like, are, are you fine with how the offseason's been going? Are you a little bit more on, like, the uh, nilly side like myself? Or where are you at? You know, it's, I think <clears throat> it's really hard to, like, let yourself feel anyway because this is – the off seasons are just different now. Like we've yeah. never experienced off seasons where you can just get free agent players. Like that just doesn't happen. You know, yeah. only what, two years ago, Joey Hauser had to sit out a year. No you know, like, right. And that was normal. You're like, okay, a kid transfers in. Yeah. It's probably going to have to sit out a year. And only until recently, it's like impact player. So it's like hard for me to like put my f- finger on where, anyone should feel because like these dates are coming and going where it's like, are more people entering the portal? Oh, okay. Does that mean we're waiting for a better player? I don't know. Like I have no idea. And we don't have any like data or like past Izzo experiences to see like, Oh, he usually waits till like July or whatever. Like that. It's not sure. We just don't know. So I don't know. I I think you I think everyone's probably frustrated because you see a lot of action around college basketball, but I will note that like, they're going to be okay. Like, they're not going to be great, but as of the roster today, if Max Christie comes back, like mm-hmm. it's a decent team. Now that'd be nice <laughs> with that said though, <laughs> that said, is this a program that should expect better than having a decent team? That's, that's the other hang up too. It, it, it's like a multi-level thing. It's like, okay, well, we're going from, hey, we think we'll be okay to seeing that we're going to be maybe pretty good, competitive top three of the Big Ten. And then it's like, okay, well, it's the other leap. Just like you mm-hmm. said, like, I, th- at the end of the day, this is still Michigan State. And, like, yeah, there's a good faction of this fan base for a very good reason that yeah. is very disappointed that this is what it's come to. And now we're almost like settling for. 
being okay just being like maybe the fourth best Big Ten team next year. And but that's just unfortunate reality. So I don't. I, I wrestle with it myself. Like every time I talk about it, it's like, yeah, like we should be at the top of the Big Ten, but. And like, and then you feel like this weird, <laughs> the off season's so funny because it spurs so many like <laughs> feelings and emotions where you're like, it's horrible. I, feeling, I know. Should I be feeling guilty about expecting <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> them to be great? Like <laughs> how privileged of me to just expect them to make the NCAA tournament. Like they don't have yeah. down years and that's probably fair too. And then, and then it's yeah. hard not to look at other programs and compare yourself and you're like, oh wow, Duke just lost their coach that like made them who they are and they're sure. better. Like sure. They just immediately got better, and it's like Coach K held them back. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, are saying, let, let it be known. That, that's right. Roy Williams no. held UNC back. That's right. <laughs> okay, I know we shouldn't talk too much, Duke. I just got about two things on the board. Shire's, Shire's recruiting class is insane. One, ah, it's bananas. Two, they they would finish eighth in the Eastern Conference in the NBA next year. It'd be unbelievable. Insane how good they are. Yeah. Number two, when we all know how. You know, having four top fifteen recruits works out for Duke, though. So they should temper that. <laughs> yeah, they're great. That's fantastic. <laughs> the the other piece, though, is that they just hired um, Jai Lucas, Kentucky's assistant, who's like the number one recruiter in the nation. So like monster recruiter, already unfair. Yeah. And then I realized something yesterday. Back to Michigan State. Don't know if you saw um, JJ Redick go to bat for Draymond um, recently on, on. Sure did. Yeah, and. Now John Shire can sell that you get there's a potential for there's a redemption track. JJ Reddick has said you can be the most hated person in the world and be loved again by the by the same people that hated you. Like it's possible you can come here and be anything you want to be. And like he didn't need that ammo. (laughs) They did not need any more help. But I mean JJ is like somehow unfortunately not hateable anymore. If some way somehow Grayson Allen can get in like the good graces of the United States public, like that that would that would just be the the finishing. I don't even know on how. That. Yeah, you know how he that happens is like Giannis like nices him up. I know, like it rubs off on him and being so kind and nice. God, we that make me sick. We can't have that. We need this like in the universe. Yeah, hate hate sure. people, villains. No. Yeah, for a good reason. No, that's, that's that's a great point. And, like, that's funny that you just bring up, like, all the feelings that you feel about Michigan State basketball, too. Like, how you think about them. Should you feel guilty? And now, like, I start to psychoanalyze myself. It's like, well, I should demand greatness out of these college kids because this is Michigan F and State. And that's like, do I demand this greatness out of myself day to day? Do I demand this greatness as a father, as a husband, as an employee, as a, a citizen of society? Like, and, and now I just don't sleep at night because now I'm just like... If I'm demanding greatness out of these kids, am I? Yeah, it's uh, so the uh, I thought I'd get healthier in the offseason, but like no. the, the last two months, the more time, my psyche. the more time people have to reflect, generally the worse things. Not so. good. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's why I love the regular season because I don't get to worry about myself at all. I nope. get to deflect. Just go and, to the next, uh, game. <laughs> right. next game. New narrative. Exactly. It's great. I, I get to project on other people, and but now here I am. Tigers are already well out of the wild card chase, so I'm, I'm yeah. not going to follow them the rest of the season. Now it's just like I just get to follow myself. And um, <laughs> here's for another losing off season between the ears over uh, on this side of the microphone. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it's great. What are you going to do? Um, what are we? Gonna, well, I'll, you know what, Kirby? I'll tell you what we're going to do. This ready for this segue? Oh yeah, that Let's was a nice setup. 
we're going to talk about Big Ten coaches fighting each other. Oh, yeah. Royal Rumble style. Uh, but first, I got to talk to you fine folks about Built Bar. That's right. Uh, hopefully, these coaches, before this hypothetical Royal Rumble, wolf down a few Built Bars uh, for three reasons. One, they're going to be treated to the best tasting protein bar in the world. It's soft, it's chewy, it's wrapped in 100% real chocolate. And it is like just an angel smacking you right in the taste buds. It is the best tasting protein bar you will ever have. Number two, they just treat your body so well. Most Built Bars are around like 130 to 170 calories. Not a lot at all. Just four grams of sugar, just four grams of net carbs, but a whopping 17 grams of protein. That'll get you through your Royal Rumble fights, your workouts, your day at the offices, your day doing yard work, your day with the in-laws, your day at the golf course, your day doing whatever. And also, they're going to save you money. Because when you go to built.com, that's right, built.com, you're going to smash in promo code LOCKED15. That's all one word. That's going to get you 15% off of your built bar order. One more time, it's promo code LOCKED15 at built.com to get your built bars. And as we welcome the one, the only, John Kirby of the only podcast. Hey, that's right. I thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day. John, you're back. How do I do in that ad read? Did, did, that you, was great. You, I'm, I'm Thank you. Up. Appreciate that. You know, awesome. I, Here we go. I might even have to buy a built bar after that. I'm dead serious. I'm never, I, you're you're pushing me over the edge here. But that's what I'm talking about. Let's go. So Steve writes in. I think on Twitter, it, yeah, it was either Twitter she and underscore sports or lockedonspartans at gmail.com. If you ever want to throw us a question, uh, quite simply, it's the off season. We could use some questions. And uh, also, hey, this is just fun to talk about. So Steve writes in, if all Big Ten football coaches were in a Royal Rumble, how quickly does Mel Tucker win? Mm. And who would be his biggest challenger? Mm. Mr. Kirby, is there an immediate challenger that pops <clears throat> in your head? Because I have two written down. I think Mel Tucker is probably the... I don't think we're being too big of homers here. I think he would be the odds-on favorite, perhaps, to win. Because oh, yeah. he's, he's big. He's yeah. he's youthful in comparison to a lot of these coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, So and, he, and he's just cool. And I feel like the intimidation factor alone will that also helps. have him stacked up. But any any competitors immediately pop into mind for you? For me, like, maybe Pat Fitzgerald five years ago. Okay, okay, like, okay. <laughs> I don't know if Pat's got – similar to his um, – program's trajectory i don't know if he just has the dog in him anymore but sure. I think he did at one point he had that he's the guy that'd be like he could pull this off he could right he's, or he's like tough. like his program like it maybe like once out of every four rounds like he just unleashes he and just totally. has just bodies laying all over him and yeah so hopefully you can get him in the three of the other four rounds that for he's sure not kind of dormant in you know other than him like i have I, I this guy's either done immediately or he he's he's back with Mel like to end it. And okay, it's Bert for me. Yes, I, I, I had two guys written down, and then that was the other one for the same reason. Yeah. Yep, a hundred percent, hundred percent. That <laughs> yeah, Elmo. We don't know <clears throat> like what he's capable of. No, like under that smock. That no. <laughs> he's wearing during game day, like that's a large man to take down, regardless of his like fighting yeah. style. Like, just correct. He's just a unit. Like, that's an absolute hog. It's a lot so. of man. It's a lot of man. And like, it, it, so you got fourteen of these guys. I assume this is all going to be like in a wrestling ring. Yeah. 
And not, you know, hey, may, maybe he uh, is a great marathon runner, but like, I don't mean to cast judgment. He, he doesn't appear to be a man that has outstanding cardio necessarily. Mm-hmm. But if you have 14 guys in the ring, like just by default, you'll be around someone. Yeah, right it's a small, small area. You know, there's not a lot of yeah. Correct. And I think when it gets weeded down to like the final four coaches, which listen, that's a body built by life that he's seen a lot of life. And I think with those experiences, like I think he's been in a bar fight. Oh, and maybe more recently than, than we've all realized perhaps. And I mean this all in the most like, yeah, I'm with you. Nice way. This guy can absorb punches. Like I'm telling you, especially in the body reason your, your hands get stuck in there. Like there's no way yeah. down low with him. It's like, oh, here, here's a very topical reference. About 15 years ago, there was a SpongeBob ep- episode uh, where the flounder is just beating yes. the hell out of SpongeBob. And he's a sponge, so he's absorbing all these punches, and eventually, like, he just gets tired. So mm-hmm. you could weed out all those coaches that would get tired. So. There's also one other guy too that also strikes fear me that he could be the guy that's right behind Mel as far as odds go, and I think we got to go to Piscataway. I was gonna say Shiano too. This guy, I know. I know. This guy has seen some things. Like he yeah. has. Yeah. Yeah. Not, and he's got the moxie to like what what was his deal in Tampa Bay? Like something along the lines of he did not rub these NFL players the right way. And like right. I don't think he cared either. So like he's got the moxie to not care about how he talks to like or treats elite athletes. So not afraid. Which I don't is, think it's a facade. Usually <laughs> usually is a negative. In, if like the people who aren't afraid of getting hit, um, yeah, usually you'd think that as a negative. Sometimes it can be a positive because it's like sure. oh, that person is crazy. Like I don't want to fight that person because they're willing to get hit tonight. Most people yes. don't wake up and say like today I'd get hit. Like <laughs> no, I don't want to get hit by anything ever. <laughs> Some people just are built different, and they're just like yeah, I have no problem with that. Chiano strikes me as the guy who, like rolls out of bed. It's like it's been four days since I've gotten swung at. That doesn't sit right with my soul. I need to get out there and rub some people the wrong way here. So, like, he talks a big game, but, like, I, I think he's kind of the guy that, like, backs it up, too. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe that's stereotypical, like, just me talking about, like, oh, tough, like, Italian-American, like, New Jersey people. Probably but, like, bit, but... sometimes stereotypes are flattering. I mean this all in the best way possible yeah. as far as, like, speaking about Shiano goes. Like, I wouldn't want to, like, be on his bad side. No. So You know who gets but, exposed? Like, TJ hmm. Fleck gets exposed. Oh, that's a great, yeah, that's a great call. He's that's a great his call. mouth a little too much. <laughs> and then, you know, push comes to shove here. And mm-hmm. It's not going to go well for him. His best move is to go fight Paul Chris, who wants nothing to do with this fight. That that won't go well either. Or like he singles out Kirk Ferentz, but then like he, I, I see. And, and this, this is what I, this is what I've been going back and forth on. Does Kirk Ferentz have the old man strength? Guy, or would he just go down like a sack of? I just don't know. If Kirk, like, Kirk cares anymore. Like that's I a good. Point. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> like Hunger Games, a little bit where like the old person's there and is like, "I'll just sacrifice myself." Like I don't. I'm know. out. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't gonna be here for much longer anyway. It's like the. Uh, no, I I think it's I'm I'm terrible with actors. So maybe I got the guy's name wrong. But it's like the the Jake Gyllenhaal gif where he's just like blowing it. Yeah. Yeah, fading off into sunset. Yep. It's like, all right, y'all be well. I'm not even gonna take a punch today. I'll just be over in the sidelines. Um, no, nah, I'm good. And then there's like Scott Frost. Who, Scotty Frost has all the talent in the world, and it's just not gonna perform. You know, right, right. I feel Standard like that's the guy whose football team would mirror himself the best. It, it, yeah. it, it would just be like a. Th- it would be what a three and nine 
season would look like in fighting form, without isn't, a doubt. Isn't Loxley like a huge dude too? Yeah, I, I was wondering about him as well. Uh, I just have so little respect for the Maryland football program that like that carries over to how I think about Mike Loxley as a fighter, which sure. makes no sense. I know this is very unrational and makes no sense, but like I, I got him as an early out just because I, I can't respect anything going on. I don't think we can be irrational when we're talking about a royal rumble <laughs> between millionaires. Like, there's no yeah. real reason for this fight. That's a good point. Um, tell me. Tell me your thoughts on Ryan Day. Because I think Ryan Day is just too nice of a guy, too. Like, I don't think he has that dog in him. Uh, and, again, yeah. this is just, like, most cliche uh, talk of all time. Because uh, I know – I say this, and, like, I know that he'd probably – if it got to me and him in a fight, he'd probably knock me out in eight seconds. But, like, as far as other sure. fully grown, uh, weathered football coaches, like, right. I, I just don't think he stacks up too well. Yeah, I'd say – isn't he kind of little, like, in comparison is to – I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure he maybe- is. Maybe it's like the uh, the red cheeks that kind of like mm, for some mm-hmm. reason it just it, it makes you less intimidating. And then sure. the other piece is like ever since there was that rumor that he was talking about putting a hundred up on Michigan. Oh yeah, and then very much did not the next year came a few <laughs> points short of a hundred. Yeah, came a few. Like, <laughs> I, just have a, I know that. That to me, like, for somehow carries over to this fake scenario. I like that a lot. I just can't take you seriously if you're going to talk like that. And then that speaks about you as a man. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you know, so I'm all allowed on Ryan Day, I would say. And Harbaugh would be a biting guy. He would bite. Like, he's a scratching, bite guy. I wanted to save him for last. How do we feel about Harbaugh? I feel like he would finish right in the middle of the pack, like sixth place seventh place perhaps but yeah like it would be a weird out i think it'd be a really strange out for him it would be exactly like michigan football he would handle the people the teams that are sure not as strong as him yeah and then immediately when they played a team that or a person that was you know at his level crumble you know and maybe yeah. he gets lucky once like last year sure uh, sure I'm sorry. Like I just, I just short circuited my brain because as you said, like beating the teams you should. Like I just thought of a team that I totally forgot about. Jeff Brom could be the guy that Purdue exists. Period. I he and like how like that's ironic us for state fans to just forget Purdue football exists as no. they you know put the thorn on our side last year. But like I, I still it. forget them all the time. I'm sorry, but like Jeff yeah. Brom, he might be the guy standing here at the end, he, going blow it's, for blow with Mel because he has a famous true. XFL clip, right? Like it's he's. True. People forget he's sneaky. Oh man! But also, I stand by the take that the MSU Purdue game wasn't a real game last year. It felt fake, and it was sure. And to my knowledge, yeah. never happened. And it was wonky. So it was yeah, weird. it was wonky. So yeah. it doesn't count in my book. No. I didn't want it to. No, but. and I, I'm fully aligned with that too. Uh, we we had uh, our backup kicker wearing an arm cast out there trying to kick field goals, like right there. Fake game, like you, like people want us to say that the COVID season's fake. Okay, fine, we can do whole seasons. I can do individual games then. Like, didn't count. <laughs> sure, it was I'm, so I'm all in. I'm all in. It was That's so weird. I think that was the game where I was like, not. I, I doubled down on the take. I was like, not only is this game fake, mm-hmm. the moon landing was fake, and Purdue yeah. had people <laughs> that were a part of the moon landing. Allegedly. <laughs> sure. Neil Armstrong, and yep. uh-huh. I'm getting to the bottom of this. This is all fake. right. Their, their <laughs> basketball program, like, always has great players. They always fizzle out. They're, they're frauds. They're fake. Anything going on in West Lafayette ever? It's a mirage. 
It's not not happening. <laughs> not actually in any history books. No, I I love that. That's a great way to end on. Uh, Mel Tucker wins. Everything that goes on in West Lafayette is Chris. fake. And um, God, we didn't even give Tom Allen the, the light of day to even rip on how fast you would bow out of this fight. So I, I couldn't pick him out of a crowd. So like, I think we're good. I, I might have met him two days ago. I have no idea. He very well could have held the door open for me as I walked into a restaurant, but I wouldn't wouldn't know, wouldn't care. Um, did our taxes? Like I have no clue. <laughs> Would you get? You know what? I want I want to hold this uh, because I got to talk to the people about Rock Auto. That's right. The, the horrible segue there, uh, but we're just gonna get right into it. We're, we're gonna chat about Rock Auto with the ever increasing number of makes and models that is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts your car will ever need like for example does your odyssey need a scoobity bobbity i don't know that could very well be a car part i'm not a car person whatsoever but luckily the lovely folks at rock auto they are the car part people for your auto needs save time and money when using rock auto why choose to spend 30 50 even 100 percent more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership uh well you would only do that if you were a giant circus clown. Here. But you're not a clown. You're a smart person. You use rockauto.com. So go explore all their parts from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet, even gas pedals. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. Hey, how'd you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably yeah reliably low prices. I get tripped up by that every time. All the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. And this is John Kirby. You walk by Tom Allen. Are you asking for a selfie with him? Uh, th- this, this is what we're going to start the third segment on Lockdown Spartans with, is would you take a photo with Indiana's football coach? Let's go. How would I know? If, like, if someone tells you have a name tag on? It's got to, and it also he, would need to yes. say... Indiana football coach, not just Tom mm-hmm. Allen. Be like, okay, like you are accidentally at a sure. Big Ten media day lunch, and mm-hmm. he walks by you, full Indiana garb. He's got Tom Allen written on him, so you know for sure mm-hmm. it is. No one's around him, so he has the time to take a photo. You're certainly not bothering him. He's not with his family or anything. Okay. It is just Tom, just Allen, just okay, standing, staring into the abyss. Are you saying, hey, Tom, quick photo, or is it on to the next guy? I think I take a photo of him being weird and okay, being, okay. And then post that being like Tom Allen being weird. Like I don't want to be associated with this guy in any stretch. Why would I want to be associated with the guy whose like rallying cry was win nine games. And we were all like golf clapping him through that season. Like it, it was so patronizing. Guilty. It was yeah. patronizing. And like, we all like didn't even, we were being nice, but we didn't realize it was actually really, really rude. Like what we were doing. Yeah. And God, and that's a great point. You know how I know it's rude? Because Michigan State turned around the next year after getting beat 24 to nothing by them mm-hmm. with a lot of the talent, talent being used, word used loosely, still on that roster and went 111 games. Yeah. 111 games. <sighs> and, then, and we were like, nice. Whereas Indiana was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you just win 11 games after going two and five and we're like yeah we're an adult program that's right. sure they do. correct no i don't want anything to do with tom allen and that's like, fair whatever he's doing that's fair and on the contrary too like indiana like objectively had a bad year last year but like i don't think anyone was like oh they're the disappointment of the conference like everyone was just kind of like oh yeah that's just how yeah 
Yeah, that's just what I mean, they like, do. They like, won that's... two games. I guess are we going to get sad that Indiana won two games like they always do? Like, what are we sure. shocked by here? Yeah, it's just it, God. That that was like th- there's kind of a lot of examples that like the COVID year was very wonky. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen just like last year's MSU Purdue game, but like. The, the Indiana trajectory and then spiking that year and then going back down to earth. Like that's exhibit a right there. I'm yeah. sorry. It, it, it brings me no joy, but uh, cause I was one of those suckers. And then people were talking about, Oh man, Tom Allen's going to uh, take an SEC job. And I was like, do an SEC, like Janet. Like, <laughs> 50, 50 ticket salesman. Right? <laughs> Surely you don't like, you mean securities and exchange commission. Because <laughs> you did not mean the football conference. Like, what is this time? Like, and again, I hope they do fine. Like, but like, come on, oh, what are we man. doing here? That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. I I've had a real life scenario about that where I did not get a, a picture with the coach that I very easily could have. Um, and this is years ago. We're down in Orlando, and we're walking around the Disney Wide World Sports Complex, massive AAU tournament going on, and. Uh, you know, we didn't know this was happening. Like this was all like, we did not plan for this at all. Tom Izzo was there. It was crazy. Talked to him for like literally 20 seconds, got a picture with Tom Crean. And then we saw Rick Barnes walk by my dad's like, Hey, you want to get a picture with Rick Barnes? No, that's, that's all right. (laughs) That's all right. I'm I'm, I'm fine. I think he was at Texas back then. I was like, I don't, don't, but it's like, what do you say? You're like, like, that's not even like a thing to even post on anywhere. Cause it's like, right. Yeah. Here's me in the actual worst postseason coach <laughs> right. in college basketball. I guess that's a reason to take a photo with him. Like, yeah. you're like you're you're famous for the exact wrong reason. <laughs> now, now I'm walking back that decision because yeah, that would have been nice to, to just have in the back pocket just just for the meme alone. That would have been great. But yeah, sure. I think it's so. I think it's so awesome that Rick Barnes went to the exact right program he needed to go to after like not succeeding at Texas couldn't have drew it up any better <laughs> like ten, just, another program that thinks that they are takes themselves way too seriously despite having no results it's yeah that they ended up there man the only next best step is like let's say Mike Woods and goes back to the NBA and like he goes mm-hmm. to Indiana like that'd that be the only be thing choice like even touch Tennessee I still think Tennessee has Indiana beat though yeah. I don't know <clears throat> mm, it's tough so you know, you it know what my favorite thing is, and we can hmm. try and tie this back to Michigan State quickly. Please, is when there are um, coaching openings anywhere, and you can sure. just type any name, write any name, say any name, and it's like yeah. people will be like, oh, or like, or be like, you know, it's just <laughs> like this fun game where you say any name, and people will be like, oh yeah, I can see it. Maybe yeah. say no, you know, or to make them say no is my favorite. Yeah, it's right. So good. <laughs> so good. So I was thinking about like. When Indy, but when Indiana has a coaching opening, oh my God, it's the peak college basketball because they're they are dead serious about the names oh, yeah. that they're saying. Brad was a realistic name for them, yeah. They, but they don't get amazing. that when we are saying names like, yeah, just go get Popovich or get like Coach sure. K to come over after yeah. retirement. That we're like <laughs> make Phil Jackson say no, yeah, yeah. And we're zoom John Wooden out out of the ground and uh, get him over here uh, or. Put his ashes back together. I don't. I don't know no. how he's left us, but yeah, yeah like it, get him back here by anything is necessary. <laughs> and like, and they're like, they they don't. They're not in on the joke. Like they don't get it. And so, correct. I saw recently when they uh, before they got um, Woodson, they were like, we just got to go get Patino. Let's just make it happen. Like, and I was like, wow. Right. 
for real? Like you're just gonna just jump straight there, no questions asked. Why, not? They're like, why would we not get Victino? Man, but I've better tying back to Michigan State, I was gonna ask you, Matt. What do you think about how long it's been since we've filled that seat on Michigan State's bench with the assistant coach role? I just don't think we're going to do it now. Like Izzo doesn't feel the need to fill 13 scholarships. He doesn't feel the need to, to fill out three one less, uh, one less bench paycheck, coach man. positions. <laughs> one less paycheck. He's like, Alan, uh, I'm saving the program money. Like I'm saving exactly. scholarships. I'm saving money. I think yeah. you would be nice actually. From- yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, a closer parking spot to my office would be well appreciated, but come on, you know, like I, I know Izzo's like, he's, he's huge on NIL. So like maybe he's using that money. He's going to push it to some collective or Ishbia mm. to like potentially. Sure. That, maybe I love that. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pat myself in the back there. I like that. I too. love that. That's, that might be one of my finer ones that I've ever hatched on this podcast. Cause I've hatched some bad ones, really bad ones. But that I might mean, be like, right at a certain point, it kind of gets ridiculous. Like, I think I'm going to rescind what I said in the first segment about like, there's no timetables and like you kind of, they were all experiencing the roster construction in real time and not knowing what's Mm -hmm. realistic timing and not coaching doesn't change. Like you need to get that filled. And as an example, like um, was it a Thad Mata at Butler? He filled his whole thing in 10 days. He's got a yeah, six minutes. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, Dwayne Stevens. Dwayne Stevens filled. He has almost filled out his bench. I think he hired. Yeah. He hired a mom. And so, I'm not saying like you need to hurry up, but at the same time, too much time has passed, and to you have yeah. not have offered somebody. Do you think no one has applied? Do you think that's it? Like, it, well, I, I, I have applied. I applied. Oh, okay, you okay? Never mind. There goes that theory. Then, all right. Shoot, <laughs> you haven't gotten a call back. Not, not, not even an email back. Like, hey, we received your resume. Like, didn't it, get a no. So, okay, <laughs> all right, we're, we're still up there. All right, I'm just gonna we're Costanza sort of out here. I'm gonna Costanza right. and just show up. Just start show up with a suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not just start? Yeah, well, show up with shoulder pads. Um creatine and yeah and loud music and just be like the the bad cop coach and just re reinstill possible with tom izzo i think you gotta be the good cop (laughs) the the worser cop yeah the the mike rice bring you know what yeah you just gotta you just gotta be mike rice and uh that way for the pr spin izzo doesn't seem so bad after all to all the people that cry over his yelling or whatever it is or his fist making uh yeah so all i need to do is not hit or get hit by Joan Howard, and I've already had a more successful season that's than true. other assistant coaches in the Big Ten. That's true. That's that's a that's a wildly good. Don't get right hit. There. It's kind of like my rule. Don't get hit. Don't get hit. Do you God? That'd be hilarious. Like the next time, you, like an assistant walks by him in the in, in the line. Just oh, I would flinch. I would dive <laughs> out of the way because you've seen that in the NBA playoffs now. They like oh my god when they're like flopping, they like make fun of each other. Sure. Because um, they're like, that's, they're, they're basically like, he's being soft. He's flopping. They'll be like, Ugh. like that. Right. Like, you're like Chris Paul when he does it. I would walk, every time I walk by Joan Howard, I'd be like, oh my God. Oh. Holy, <laughs> holy. I'd never stop either. Every time I, if I was playing, every time I went by their bench, I'd like take a wide curve away from his, like, his area. <laughs> open. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's that's okay. Well, you have the job as far as I'm concerned. Like I think you got you, you, to me, you've got the chops uh, <laughs> required. 
to be on the bench for Michigan State here. So um, I get fired. I, after- I, I have his phone number. I'll just text him after this call and be like, "Hey, I got your guy, Tom." So yeah, I get fired after yeah. one day because I'd be like, "What if we got an? What if we went and got a center?" And <laughs> right. I'd be like, "My bad." <laughs> that's like showing your phone. You're like looking at your phone like that's weird. Tom. Have you heard of this? Transfer portal, people are tweeting about tweeting about like that'd be great. Bring up transfer portal and Twitter in the same sentence, and uh, you will have his fist in your throat. And we should uh, and two three zone. We should bring out the two three. Yes, <laughs> this is <Ow>. the time. <laughs> get out, get out. It's like Tom. Is that a gun you have in your desk <laughs> desk drawer? That's wow. I, okay, all right. That's one way to get it done. So okay, well I'm excited to see you on the bench, John. Thanks, man. I'm pumped to do it this year. Thanks for ha- thanks for. Um, yeah, supporting me on my journey to my dream job, yeah. and who knows? Yeah. I'm thrilled to have an insider that I have connections with. <laughs> I will be texting you every hour on the hour about latest developments going also, on inside. I wouldn't even program. have like insight. I wouldn't. I just tweet everything constantly. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, "There's no like insider for me." Like, here's what happened. Like, <laughs> player didn't. Yeah, players are in a fight right now, videoing. Yeah, like, currently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Izzo just called so and so a yeah. blanket blank. Oh boy, here we go again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like that. So yeah, the oh boy, you're gonna put twenty four seven sports out of business instead of like all their VIP threads. Like you're just no forum meeting up everything. Just it's great. I'm just the middleman at this point. I just record everything. I'm you are East Lansing, Michigan, WikiLeaks. This is great. Uh, Alan Haller's going to love you. Uh, Tom Izzo's definitely going to love you. So, yeah, that's great. Awesome. The John Kirby statue erected by the end of 2022 here uh, <laughs> in the wait. sunny shores of East Lansing. Love it, man. This has been great. What a third segment. Uh, this is uh, this has gone off the rails. Uh, if anyone is still listening, thank you. I cannot genuinely from the bottom of my heart thank you for a listening to this podcast in the off season all right yeah thank you that's awesome that there are people super into michigan state sports and like i sure it makes me feel better about myself that there's a community of people that are like super into the same things we are and you know what to go back to the psychoanalyzing conversation it's like oh so like it's normal to care this much about college sports year round or is it that like there are just a lot of sick people like us. Like I, I can't make sense of it. I don't want to make sense of it quite frankly, but yeah, that's. Are we all just enabling each other? Is that part oh, of the problem yeah. here? <laughs> it's, I think we're in an unhealthy cycle, but like, I'm not going to stop it. Like I'm going to continue it. I can't like, get off the train. It's like, Oh, maybe you should give it a break. Like maybe you should give mm. talking a break and your ideas mm. a break. So yeah, that's not today. Yeah. Not next year either. Probably not next year. <laughs> no, Maybe in two no. decades, I'll stop because I'll be dead because I've put too much stress on my body and mental well-being on 18 to 22-year-olds I mean, sports. I'm ready to walk away when Mel wins a natty. Like, I'm, I, I will be able to – I will consider yeah. taking a step back after that. And then I'll just end up coming in even hotter yeah, every day. Yeah, of course. Like I'll just – like I'll just be more all in. Of course. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Well, John, this has been delightful. And yeah, thank you so much for coming over on time. I said 25-ish minutes, and here we are rearing up on uh, 40-ish minutes or so. So this is great. Lovely way to kill the middle of a day uh, on a work day, nonetheless. So uh, if you are either of our bosses, um, we recorded this after working hours. This sure. has been recorded at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. sharp, central time zone. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for that. This has been great. John Kirby, you're the best. Go follow him, John underscore Kirby. Go listen to his work. Him and Austin Smith do a fantastic podcast. The only podcast. You guys are the best, man. So Awesome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Until next time.
See you, man. Go Green Bay. Oh.